Yo. Yo. What's up? What's up? Oh my god. I'm so fucking tired. Yeah. I've actually uh, been working a lot this week. I had like a I had like a ten hour day the other day from home. Really? I mean it was spaced out, but I basically had started doing some recording for my old station back home in San Luis Obispo, and I had to do a shift that started Wednesday at 7 a.m., and I was basically on the phone with my engineer Tuesday night at 11 p.m., and that's when we finally got it to work. Jesus Christ. So I've been doing that, and then just a whole bunch of extra work, and then, yeah, it's been crazy, and but good. Good. I'm I'm fucking dead to the world. It's been a long, painful week. So I was just I was just gonna ask what what's up with your week. It's it's you know it's little home slices just not acclimating well to this school. And oh yeah. Yeah. So it's not going well. So this is a this is a new school for her, right? She was going to the school that your wife previously worked at with her, correct? Right. Right. And now she goes to one closer to your house. She goes to one that's like... Or your way to work. Yeah, my way to work, which, you know, super convenient, but like... Sure. She's just not, she's not, she's not vibing with it. It's not working out, and like it's, it's like this morning was probably the hardest. Like she was in fucking hysterics when I was dropping her off because she didn't want me to leave. Aww. Um, Teacher's saying that, you know, she has days where she's just on and off on crying and shit, and I'm like... I don't know, man. That shit's hard. So. Yeah, it sucks. Um, how long did she go to the other school for? She was there for a year. Yeah. I mean, the school before that, she was there for, you know, probably a year as well. Was her mom at that school as well? The last two schools, yeah. So she's always had her mom at school with her? Yes, but when she was at the school previous to this last school, I always did drop-off. So I would drive to Koreatown and drop her ass off. So I was doing drop-off that entire year. Um, you know, and she'd have her moments and things, and then she'd draw me something, or, you know, then, then it'd be fine. But, like, the, you know, the, the way that it's been, like, the, you know, these last couple weeks has is, is not been easy. And she's been there, like, this will be her third week there, you know. And they had fucking a petting zoo, not an evil petting zoo, but a petting <laughs> zoo. Because I was going to ask. Yeah, right. <laughs> And, you know, she's, she's played with the, you know, she came home talking about, um, you know, the fucking horse and the, the bunny and shit. And she was excited about that, but, you know. She didn't use those words, right? No, man. I'm, 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 I'm fucking translating. You're paraphrasing? I'm translating, man. Um, I'm reading between the lines. Translating from child to grown up. Child, child, sure the fucking adult and shit. Um. But yesterday was kind of a, so like, you know, we've been talking in the car. She was cool. She was fine when we walked in the class. And then this little like older fucking kid, she was sitting there coloring. She looked up and goes, oh, here goes more crying again. Ew. So, so I just kind of look at her with my fucking death stare. I'm like, you know what? That's not cool. Like, that's not nice at all. Do you understand? Did you, mean what? you want to drop kick that kid? I I wanted to wait in the bushes until her parents came and then murder her parents, so she can be like Batman and shit. Um, oh, let's not give her that much cred. No, nah, because I'd be fucking I'd joker the shit out of her. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like I mad dog during. I was like, you know what? That's not that's not okay. That's not cool. It's not nice. 
and she just went back to coloring. And I'm a, I was like, oh, hell no. So I talked to one of the teachers um, on my way out, and she's like, uh, was she a little blonde girl? I'm like, uh-huh. She's like, oh, I know who it is. I'm going to talk to her. So I'm like, huh. So Was her name Regina George? I don't know, man. It's a fucking, fucking, it could be fucking Buffy and shit. Tiffany. Um, but uh, Brittany, maybe. And, <laughs> and so today when I picked up Sophia, she's over there coloring. There's three of them, and they're like toe heads. They're like all three are blonde and shit, and they're sitting there. And they're always in the same spot coloring. Oh, my God. And... So I'm leaving, and one of them looks up and, and looks at me and goes, oh, you know, and you can see it in her eyes, like, oh, shit. And then she, like, is, like, covering her face with her drawing, but kind of still looking <laughs> over it while I'm still kind of like, I'm going to murder your parents. Oh, my God, that's funny. Yeah, dude, like, I look scary for a fucking reason, and that one reason is to fucking protect this child. So for, for fucking people out there, don't fuck with me and don't fuck with my kid. Um, so it's just been a long week and it's been busy and, you know, still how trying was, to... How did swim lessons go? They're done. Swim lessons are done. Um, she's... Do you feel confident in her abilities? I mean, I think, you know, she, this lady gave her the foundations, um, for swimming and, you know, now it's just us reinforcing it because every time that she would go in the pool, she'd have like floaty things on. So she's not using floaty things anymore. She's straight up swimming. You know, so it's just, it's just, you know, we just have to reinforce it. And, but she's good because when she gets tired, she just goes to her, you know, just floats on her back because she's mm-hmm. good at that shit. So, yeah, I thought, I thought it went well. Um, you know, from day two, she was already not swimming with her, um, with her floaties on. So I think, um, I think, you know, I thought, I thought it was solid. So, excellent. Yeah. So it's, it's good that she's got at least that down. And now we don't have to, I mean, we're always going to be in the pool with her, but, you know, at least we don't have to worry about like, floaties and shit anymore yep so kudos did she get a little graduation certificate or anything no did she get a present did she get her some new a new bathing suit or a new towel or something no we've just been kind of i mean because her birthday is like around the corner so like Uh, we're being selective in shit right now because you know we already spent 200 how old is she gonna be she's gonna be four man dang she's gonna be fucking four but the problem is, that, and that's the other problem at school, is that she's tall, so they think she's older than she is. So when she starts acting like this, they're like, why the fuck is she acting like this? I'm like, bitch, she's three. Mm. And they're like, oh, my God, I thought she was, like, six. I'm like, no, bitch, she's not. She's three years old. So, <laughs> yeah, still three. Three. No, it's three. One, two, three. Odd number. Three. So. That makes me think of that Sasha Baron Cohen video that you had me watch. Dude, we'll talk about that shit, man, because... Let's start the show, then. All right, let me let me put my headphone on so I can fucking play the drop. Uno, two, tres, four... Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Yeah, I, I was hoping we'd have better news for twenty five, but no, we're 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 same old bougie fucking podcast and shit. 
think we're a little bougier because I couldn't even find my fucking microphone. Yeah, for for we've actually been on for the last I don't know almost thirty minutes trying to make her professional setup with Skype work on my phone that has Skype on it, and it just was not happening. So technical difficulties. We're back to FaceTime and no headphones for Miss Chiba. <laughs> I can't fucking find so, um. But hey, yeah, so uh, Ms. Uh, Ms. Chiba and uh, Mr. X here, as usual, coming back at you. 20, 25 already. 25. Isn't that some kind of like um, silver or... or uh... I think we can rent a car now. Oh, yeah. Get decent insurance. Yeah, we can do that now. We can rent a car. Um, you know, premiums won't be terrible. Terrible. Go Just Goody Squad. Terrible. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to be in our mid twenties, you know, right here. So, yeah, truth. Uh, so we're we're going to touch on a little bit of actually real news this week, mostly from suggestion of was that listener Jen? That is listener Jen. Jen wanted to know what our take was on stupid President Cheeto and Putin. 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 That's how we should spell his name. Putin. You're so Putin. <laughs> Here's um, my take on okay, it. Okay, go ahead. Spit it. Cheeto is so far up Putin's ass, and Putin is working him like a puppet. I think that Putin's got something on him for sure. Um, the fact that he, like, you know, that our stupid Cheeto likes to sit there and still say, oh, yeah, there, there's no collusion, you know. And it, while, while all of our intelligence agencies have been like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, there was. There's no way this idiot is ever going to admit that he didn't win fair out and square. He still thinks Hillary winning the popular vote was fucking fake votes. He's never going to admit that he didn't win on just being fabulous fucking him. My problem with all this situation right now is like, look, man, I think we're we're getting to a point where we have a decent amount of fucking evidence that some bullshit went down. Okay, we got that. So can we move on to the next step and, and, and start working on what we were hoping was going to happen from the get-go and just fucking start, you know, the the uh, the trials to impeach this dude. You know, I mean, he goes out there, he shits on all of our allies, he fucking gives, you know, Putin a fucking classic handy, um, basically sounds all traitor-style, only to, like, come back. He invited him here, you know. Oh, I, I read that shit today. I was like, the fuck, really? Come on, man. And then, you know, I was reading up on, on one of these uh, spies and shit and how she, like, infiltrated the NRA and fucking these Republicans and might have been, like, fucking for, like, you know, clearance and shit and all kinds of other shit. So, like, it, it, the, it's all out there, man. Like, the, new, the, 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 the facts are there. And as much as you got this fool and anybody who supports this motherfucker... You know, saying, you know, it's not true, it's all fake news, or whatever the fuck they want to claim, or whatever. Like, at the end of the day, like, the facts are there. You know, Robert Mueller is doing his fucking job. He doesn't have, it's not like he's got, like, something against this fucking dude, except for the fact that he's probably, a, you know, because he's a piece of shit. So it's like, let's just get to fucking these, you know, let's just start, you know, going to impeaching trials. You know, I... And I think I touched touched on this like on the early episodes where I watched an uh, a documentary on 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 uh, it was the seventies I believe and 
It was either the 70s or the 60s. Regardless, I'm fucking too tired for this shit. Um, but it was basically that it took about two years for them to get to a point where they were doing impeachment hearings on Nixon. Mm-hmm. And we're there, dude. Like, let's fucking get into... The, the problem is, is it's such a big deal and they have to have such hardcore evidence. They have to get everybody around him to admit shit went down and their part in it. Well... And they're getting closer and closer and they have to just inch, you know, inch by. And, you know, I mean... Well, I'm trying to find this article that that I, I, I glanced, like, right before we started recording, I saw and I was like, oh, shit, I want to read this. And it was basically saying that, where was it? Like, Mueller was going to ask for, like, immunity for, like, five people or something that, like, have, like, concrete evidence and proof of Great. shit. Um, Who has to approve the immunity? I mean, and I'm sure it's a higher court <laughs> of some sort, you know. All the judges that uh, he appro- he put into place, or uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Nah, I know he only put in a new one. Well, yeah, and, and that's not even done yet. So, like, yeah, I'm just curious, like, if this shit goes south for this dude, like, how much can they roll back of everything that he's touched? You know what I'm saying? I don't know because I mean. I don't know. I mean, my, my question has always been, well, if, if, if he goes down for something like this, shouldn't it be his whole cabinet? Well. And be for, you know, and then what do you do? I don't know. I don't know, because it, you have to get pretty far down that chain to get someone who's not a fucking moron or a piece of shit or, a, or someone who's hanging on this guy's nuts. So. But I don't know if they could just wipe out a whole cabinet like that. I don't that. think they can, but, you know, I mean, look, Pence isn't any fucking. I mean, that's better. my that's my thing though. If it was his, if it was his campaign, you know, if it was his, um, him and his running partner that got elected through these false names, that should they both be gone? I mean, what you know what I mean? I mean, to me, that makes sense. Um, I'm sure that there's some fucking rules. <laughs> what well, are the rules, America? You're not clear. Yeah, can can we get uh, <laughs> can we get never a? Never had this fucking situation before. <laughs> can we get a flag on the play? Because we got some bullshit going on here. Yeah, I, I was re- reading a, a another kind of depressing article the other day that was saying that like he's gonna win another four years in twenty twenty. Don't say that. Well, it's already twenty eighteen, and there's nobody else piping up yet talking about making a run for it. And shouldn't they be thinking about that by now? I'm sure someone is, but I don't know. Like I mean, look, I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I'm. I have not heard anybody stepping up yet. I mean, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, I mean, Camilla Harris, she's too new. Bernie's too old. I don't think Elizabeth Warren has that much behind her as far as troops. Well, I mean, there's just no, there's no, there's no, there's no light coming over the horizon that I see riding up to save us. Well, I mean, I I think someone else, well, I think someone will step up in due time. Um, I'm hoping that person. How much? Ha- yeah, how much time? <laughs> I, don't I mean, know, man. the election's got to be in 2019 for somebody to get in there in 2018. We're no. I mean, 2020. It's 2020, so so things will start start ramping up like next year, um, and then and then yeah, then then by 2019 it'll start really getting hot and heavy for 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 you know 
the end of 2020. I mean, there's no, still... 2020 is when they take oath, because 2016 is when he took oath. He's been in there for two years now. I don't know, man. I can't do math right now. Don't math me right You're now, bro. You're right. It, no, no math after 10 o'clock at night. Don't, don't fucking math me, bro. I don't want to talk about politics anymore. So, 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 Jen, just just so you it's know, depressing. fuck this motherfucker, <laughs> and yeah. uh, we hope it ends soon, and we can go back to I our Putin, regularly scheduled I program. Videos, I think Putin's got the videos of uh, hookers pissing on Trump, and that's why Trump's up his ass and has to do what he wants. Sure, and look, people are into some weird shit. Look. Right? Let it out and walk away. We don't care. Look, Just little walk hands. Away from the presidency with your pissing hookers and nobody will give a shit. Just yeah, take your little hands and your fucking weird body and just get the fuck out of here. Move to some fucking, like, you know, condo in fucking Moscow or some shit. Condo. <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah, let's talk about some TV news. There's a bunch of that going on. All right. You mentioned you watched that Jim Jeffries Netflix. Dude, okay, so... So we, we too, watched the Jim Jeffries Netflix. Okay, well, just so you know, like, I, you know, Netflix pumps these out like fucking water nowadays, and occasionally I'll put one on, and I'm like, okay, that was funny, alright, that was funny. This motherfucking special had me laughing and crying so hard that, like, my stomach hurt. I, like, I, So was this a random for you, like you hadn't heard him before? I mean, he's been on, like, the radio, and, like, I'm, I'm familiar with him, but I've never actually seen one of his specials. No, I haven't seen him, but um, a lot of times on our road trips, we'll listen to uh, the comedy channels on Pandora. Yeah, I have so done that we, I've, I've heard his, uh, We've heard quite a few of his bits. He's, he's pretty fucking funny. I like his spicy British humor and his the way he looks at our country. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. <laughs> this is me now. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite parts was him telling us what the dirty words that he learned in sign language. Oh, yeah. Learned how to say cunt and bullshit. Here's yeah. the lovely little bull. Bullshit. <laughs> that was great. It's the only one I remember. Mm. You don't remember cunt? No. Here, I'll show you. You can, you can explain it to the audience. Okay, so... Okay, so she... All right, so she basically did, like... All right, so if you're familiar with Jay-Z or for those wrestling fans out there, if you're familiar with Diamond Dallas Page where they do the diamond symbol with their hand, so instead of holding it up over your head, you're kind of just crotching it. You're just kind of taking a shot in the crotch. And then give it like a little a little X-pack chop. Yeah, crotch. you're kind of giving it the suck it chop, but with yes. doing like the diamond cutter kind of logo kind of thing. Upside down. I think I did a good job of explaining that, so you're welcome, everybody. I think everybody. you did, too. Very you're welcome. well. I'm, I'm going to start being a translator for... Um, for um, sign language to the hearing. Yeah, sign language to the hearing. What's she saying? She said, fucking suck it. That's what she said. <laughs> she is not. She's disapproving of your bullshitness, sir, and, or madam. So would you recommend it, then, is what you're saying? Oh, would yeah, no, please, please. If, if you like comedy that... <laughs> Excuse me. Wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um, if you like comedy that's f- fucking hilarious and not PC and doesn't give a shit about that whole like, oh, you gotta be politically correct now and watch this shit, laugh your ass off. Especially the bit on fucking how he shits on 
British people for not being circumcised. That shit was fucking Oh, hilarious. my God, that was pretty good, too. I forgot, what was the term? Docking. Docking, holy shit. Have you, have you ever heard of that before, this special? No, that, I think that's oh, probably what... We knew what that was, so that, that was a great watching his interpretation of it. Yeah, I think that's why I, I think it even... Because I was like, look, I'm fucking old, and I don't even know this term. And then he was like trying to explain it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's fucked funny. up. That's fucked up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch that shit, please, and thank you. All right, good stuff. All right, I'm actually looking forward to the new show coming, I think it's the USA Network on July 24th, The Ms. and Mrs. You're going to watch that? I'm going to watch that. You know why? Because I watched The Miz when he was on the fucking real world, and I know his roots and where his ass came from, and I'm cracking up that he's gone full circle and going back to reality television. Dude, this kid is like. Uh, he did everything he said he was gonna do. He he, he said every he did everything he was gonna do. He started with fucking WWE and and they kind of had him as like a host, and then they paired him in a fucking tag team, and then this kid just kind of came into his own, and I, at this point I even forget about the real world. I'm like, oh yeah, he did do that. Right. Huh? Like I, I straight know. up see this kid. Dude, he's even done some stupid ass. Um, I think he's done some Hallmark movies too, or some Lifetime. Oh yeah, movies, no, he's like done the Christmas ones and shit. He's done some WWE endorsed movies and shit. Like the kid is. Yeah. I mean, like I don't even think about him just being as a reality person anymore. I mean, he's a fucking he's a he's a wrestler, you know, and and he's a good piece of shit. So. He's funny. He he yeah. For those and who it, don't know, he plays one of those cocky, arrogant assholes, and that's kind of always been his character, even back on the real world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he plays you know, and and the funny thing is, is that like, you know, he's from like Cleveland, and like you see his parents, and they're just kind of you know look like people from Cleveland, and, <laughs> but then like he meets this chick that was a, a professional wrestler as well, who's dope. And fucking marries what? her and shit, and you're like, God what damn. What nationality is she too? She sounds Russian or something. No, she's French. Oh, okay. Maurice. Yeah. She's she's French, man. And they just had a baby. And, they, and I think that's what the show's kind of about. Them yeah, getting married they just and being had a, pregnant. They just had a children. And um yeah, I mean good for this kid, man. Like, you know, like I know he's he's got people that hate on him, but I, I think like good on him for I can't hate on him. That nah. guy that guy hustles, that guy fucking works hard. <laughs> he works hard, he's a fucking he's a spokesman for this fucking you know, for the for the show, and like every time they need a, like a public appearance, they send his ass out there. Like like you said, he does movies. You know, he, he even pays respect to MTV because he knows who brought him into this world. Yeah, man. And he hosts some of the uh, challenges or the challenges versus the pros or whatever. So he hosts some shit for them still too. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I, I saw the commercials and I'm like, all right, good for him. But you know, I I wasn't watching any of the other two reality show so i was like eh, i don't know if i'll watch this but who knows maybe yeah, he's, since he's, he's coming back into my my world this time so i'll, I'll check him out yeah <laughs> I'll you, let you know. you'll have to you'll have to do the um the updates on that then yeah um someone told me uh recommended the robin williams hbo documentary that's on right now oh i have not seen i've that seen yet. i've seen the commercials for it and it's kind of like yeah i'm probably gonna watch it but i know it's gonna fucking make me cry and you got to be in one of those moods. Because yeah. One of it's, it says, it's something like, go inside the mind of Robin Williams. And I turned to my husband and said, I, I don't know if I really want to do that. Or yeah. if I'm ready to do that. But I, I kind of feel like we all kind of did, you know, watching his career kind of flourish, especially us who are like a smidge older. Because, yeah, I remember watching Mork and Mindy and, you know, 
and all the shit he was doing in the happy days. I remember watching all that shit before he kind of blew up. So I feel like we kind of, you know, got a taste of our what the fuck he was, you know, and, and even with his stand-up and stuff, so. Oh, my God, his stand-up was the best. My favorite is the whole routine he does on golf and how it was invented. And oh, shit. <laughs> he does it with this whole Scottish accent over the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I remember that. Fucking now. golf! But, uh, a big long stick and a little tiny bend at the end. Anyway, yeah. I'm, good I'll, stuff. I'll watch that. Uh, I'm, I'll watch it. But like yeah, said, like, like you said, said I, it, uh, you gotta be in the mindset for, for that shit. I cannot, uh, apparently, I cannot double feature that with the Mr. Rogers one that everybody says we're gonna cry at, too. Oh, yeah. We, we previewed that, that, that trailer a while back ago, and I, I definitely wanna see that, but. Yeah. I don't know if I can see that in the I, theater. I've, I've seen, I've, some people have watched it and they're rolling in reviews saying it's great, so. Yeah, I don't know if I can watch that in a the theater. I'm not trying to cry like a little bitch. No, I the do theater. my crying at home. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Except for the Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Um, so you sent me a clip of um, good old Sasha Baron Cohen coming back to television. He's going to do a weekly show on Showtime called "Who Is America." Who is America? And it looks like I've kind of heard about this like within the past month. He's interviewing Americans. He wants to see who Americans are. But he's has, he's doing it in a disguise, pretty much because everybody knows who that fucker is at this point, and the only way he can really get you know sit down with people and you know get him to do what he wants is to be in disguise. So the clip that Aaron or the Mister <laughs> the ex sent me was on his first premiere show where he's going around talking to Republicans about <laughs> and he's he's he's. Uh, Israeli is is that his character? Yeah, he's he's playing Israeli. Israeli military guy, kind of talking yeah. about how in their country they have a program called Kindergartians, <laughs> where they teach sixteen-year-olds to three-year-olds how to handle weapons. And they said it's great when teaching the kids because um, they don't have any, uh, they don't know guns are bad, or they don't know. Uh, I don't remember, something like, they'll just kill at will. They make the best soldiers or something. So he went around talking to all these real Republicans and got them, and it's like all these NRA, not NRA guys, but these pro-gun guys that are head of these kind of groups. Not specifically NRA groups, but some of these crazy gun groups out there. But a lot of these politicians, man. Yeah, these Republicans were so funny, and he had them read this video off a teleprompter. And man, the fact that they sat down and even agreed to read it, and it's like, you are a moron, and they just make them all look so fucking stupid. There was just one dude who was like, wait, you want me to say this on camera? And I'm like, oh, look, one smart dude. Yeah, I was on TMZ later on, and there was this one Republican that was talking about how he interviewed with them, but he didn't do the part with the teleprompter, and he goes, mostly because I just don't do teleprompter reads, and he goes, he had no idea that it was Sasha Baron Cohen. And he goes, I wish I would have known it was him. He's a huge Borat fan. He wanted to do his Borat impression for oh, him. Oh, God, because that's And he timely. had no idea it was him. But he didn't get sucked into doing the teleprompter read. Oh, man. But just just the, the, the sheer stupidity um, that, I mean, even the, even that he got that moron to do the video where they were they did a little, like, jingle to uh, to teach kids how to, how to oh fucking, yeah! Like, Aim for head, shoulders, not the toes, toes not, not the, the toes. toes. <laughs> <laughs> and they, he was advertising guns that were like shoved through uh, stuffed animals, and they were marketing them to kids and stuff. Oh my god! It's and, and the fact that he's like trying to sell them, like, look, like we need to, we need to educate them at this early stage, and they're like, 
Yeah, you're yeah. right. That's, that's a good fucking idea. Like, you f- um, fucking idiots. Apparently, Sarah Palin is all pissed off because she fell for his ruse and sat down with the interview with him. He sent her... So, again, TMZ had the story. He sent her a letter, and first off, it was like a typed piece of shit little letter. And it said, um, Dear Madam Vice President. <laughs> shit. And the letter was to him, and she was pissed off because she's like, oh, he posed as a military veteran to get me to sit down with him. And he goes, no, I didn't. And he published a letter that said he was a service veteran, he goes, of the Postal Service. (laughs) (laughs) She just didn't read the whole fucking letter. Oh, man. So that we could look forward to on the show. Showtime's on Sundays. Who is America? Yeah. God damn it. Like, I don't need to subscribe to another fucking pay channel but jesus christ that sounds like a fucking solid viewing to me yeah for sure um rugrats were you a rugrats fan at all um i i was kind of past my 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 tv viewing yeah um, I agree. That but, whole Nick Nick Jr. and whole Nickelodeon phase is a little bit after us. Yeah, I mean, I it was I during fami- the '90s during that time. I am familiar with those cartoons, like Ah, Real Monsters or whatever. And and this one <laughs> because at that point I was still living with my grandma, and you know she took care of kids, so they watched all oh, this yeah. shit. So I kind of watched this kind of on a drive by. Um, so I have yeah, to say, the, the little I've seen of Rugrats, I enjoyed. I like him. I, I was, it was cute. Chucky and I think it was Angela it was his big sister or something, and she was bratty, and they were cute. We, we Believe it or not, we actually watched an episode of that show around December because they have like a, like a, like a Hanukkah episode. Oh, nice. So we, because we, we, uh, Trish remembered it because this was totally her like era. Yeah. So then we showed it to Little Home Slice. Because it's like, oh, look, there's Hanukkah, look. So she dug it. So, yeah, it's funny. We watched that. But, yeah, it's funny how, like, they're... they're Because it's not only that they're bringing the cartoon back, right, but they're doing a live action, too. No, they're... Well, they're... So they're rebooting it on Nickelodeon. They're bringing the cartoon back. But, no, they're doing a CGI movie. Oh, okay. So, and it looks like they're getting all the original voices. So that'd be cute. If I had a home slice, I would let her watch Rugrats. Yeah. They're cute. I'm done uh, with that. You sent me a link this week to a very famous house up for sale. Oh, and I knew this was going to hit home, so I'm like, oh, shit, let me send this to, to Chiba, because this is, this is one of your old school jams. Yeah, for sure. Um... At first, it was funny. I have to admit that um, you sent the leak, and it didn't come out like a, a preview. It was just a uh, all it said was the website, uh-huh. and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" So I didn't uh, I didn't click on it. So the Brady household, the original house, the outside of the house, the facade, if you will. <laughs> which is in Studio City, California, is for sale for the first time in, like, 50 years. It's a three-bedroom, three-bath, 2,500-square-foot no. house. It's a two-bedroom, three-bath. It was two-bedroom? It's two bedrooms. It's wonky. Like It's it, not... Okay, so 
the house was just used for the outside of the show. It was right. not used for the inside. The, the, we all remember the Brady house was a two-story house. Yeah. But when they showed the house on the outside, it was not a two-story house. Yeah, it was like, this what the house. fuck? Everybody knows I don't look like a two-story house. Yeah, it was weird. So, but yeah. It, it, like, what a weird, like, setting that, like, you have a bedroom that, like, or you have a, a house that the, the, the bathrooms outnumber the bedrooms. It's weird. Well, usually what that is, it's, it might be like a two and a half bath because you think of a powder room for the guests. Sure, still a lot of fucking no, it, bathrooms. It says here three bedroom and three bath. I didn't see that. Every, everything I've seen about the house has said two bedrooms. Look, right her. Look, right her. Uh, I'm like even I even heard people talking about it on the radio this morning, and they were talking about two bedrooms, three baths. Well, the link you sent me says three. All right, well, calm your tits. Let me look. Ew, don't use that with me. My tits are not <laughs> rambunctious at all. You know what the funny thing is? The out, when I was looking at the pictures, the outs, the yard, the backyard almost looks the same. And it almost looks like they tried to kind of model some of the house after it because the den and shit look the same. Yeah. You got the listing there? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Googling. You want me to text it, send it to you? No. It's GarySteinberg.com. Anyway, the fun- <laughs> like yeah, like like people are like, like uh, they're like tweeting about it, saying, "I have so many questions. How did eleven people fit in a two-bedroom house? How did yeah. how did the kids share one room? I don't, Why is yeah, there so many bathrooms? It, yeah, it says right here three bedrooms, three baths on the listing. Um, the, so it. The outside hasn't been updated, except for there's a little stucco fence uh, out front. But the outside looks the same. The inside, it looks like it hasn't been updated since, like, the 90s. Yeah. It looks like it's still got that yellowish oak cabinets and, like, white tile countertops, which is what I have, and it's not cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's very, uh... But here's the kicker. Are you ready? Huh. you, You already saw this part. I'm actually talking to the listeners. $1.9 $1.9 million. So you're going to pay almost $2 million to live in a place that you're just going to get annoyed because so many people are going to pass by you. That's what I'm saying. It says even says here in the listing that it, it is the most photographed home in the United States, second to the White House. Why would you put that in your listing? I don't want to live in that fucking house. Uh-oh. Nah. Because it, 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 it's people are like, oh shit, isn't the Brady, Brady, Bouse, Brady Bunch house up here? Let's go look at it. Like, no. I'm, I'm sure the neighbors even hate them. Oh yeah, it's like, fuck this house. Can you just fucking tear it down already? Built in 1959. 1959? Jeez. Mm-hmm. It looks like it. Yeah. Yep. It was fun to look through for sure. I mean, I love, I love looking at houses anyway. So it was fun to see the inside of it. Like I said, it is very nice. I mean, as far as, like, the actual, like, the property, even the yard is very nicely kept. Even, like, the outside and, like, like the windows and sliders and everything like that, totally doable. It's just the inside almost needs a whole new gutting and and updating. I mean, like I said, we're talking wood panel walls, wallpaper. Yeah, that one one room with the pink wallpaper. Oh, my God, the the pink wallpaper that matched the bedspread. Ah, but look, they got their own bathroom. Yeah, but Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, it's 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 dated as fuck. Like I would almost want to see that whoever bought this house ended up on like one of these like flip shows on HGTV so they can flip the yeah. inside of this house cuz show us what happened to it. Oh my god, it, it has like one of those old radios built into the wall like intercom system. Yep. That's dope. My grandmother's house used to have that. Uh, it's dinner time, everybody. It's dinner time. It's, it's, oh, my God. I, I love that. I keep telling my mother she needs that in her house. But but we have a, we have, we have have cell phones now. Yeah, but, the, okay, then the person you're trying to contact, that means they'd have to have their phone with them, and my mother doesn't do that. Hmm. I should well, get her one of those things. She could wear it around her neck. Yeah, there was a liability at that house, right? Because didn't... Um, did Marsha get her nose fucking busted in the backyard of that house? Yeah, I don't think that was the house's fault, though. Oh, man, I that don't know. That was fucking Greg's fault. Oh, Greg's a piece of shit. Fuck Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty fun. It's all about location, location. I, I imagine any house in Studio City is going for about a million bucks at least. Well, especially that house. Man. 1.9. That's a lot of money. I got a bachelorette update for you. All right, let's hear it. Um, she pick a, she pick a dude yet? No, she's down to three. I told you about the guy who claimed to be a virgin last last yep. week, yeah? Yeah. Dumbass. He got booted this week. But what? here's the here's the most annoying thing about this week is that there was a scene that was so obviously fucking fake and set up that was like, why would you insult my intelligence like that? So. Right before the rose ceremony where it's four guys and she's going to boot one of them. Virgin guy goes up to the host, Chris Harrison, and says, hey, Chris, can I talk to you? He says, yeah. And he goes, so I'm worried about next week is fantasy suites, meaning she gets this fantasy date with the guy and then they get to stay the night in a hotel room if they want that night without the cameras. They can do whatever they want. Ooh. So, yeah. So this guy who claims to be a virgin goes up to the host and says, I'm kind of worried about the fantasy suite. And he goes, are you worried about being intimate with Becca? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, that's up to you guys. So, you know, it depends on what page you're on. Nobody's saying anything has to happen. Or it's like, that guy's not your fucking father. Do not tell me this guy walked up to the host of this fucking show and asked for sex advice. And, Please. And, and pulled a 30-year-old virgin. Oh, my God. How annoying. Fuck. I'm glad he was gone. He, that guy was just too graham cracker fucking... Yeah, he was just too... too Like, All-American football player, like, probably captain of the football team in his Letterman jacket. Yeah, no, that shit had to go. But he but he, he ain't never been with a girl. He, said, he was a professional football player. He said he focused on his career too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think he was lying. I think he was lying to get a side story out of it, to stick around longer. I think they're setting him up, and he's going to show up on Bachelor in Paradise, which starts in a couple of weeks. So what happens is when they take all the rejects from these shows who don't win, and then they throw them on an island in the summer and call it Bachelor in Paradise, which is much, much better, because what happens there is you've got a whole bunch of guys and a whole bunch of girls. And then, like, they're all flirting around and hanging around each other because they're on a beach in their bikinis and fucking drinking all day. Then somebody will walk in, host with a date card, and give it to this random guy. And say, hey, you get to pick whoever you want to go on a date. So he'll pick a chick. They'll go on a date. Chick's like, ooh, cool, whatever, who dates me? And then new chick comes in the next day, because every day there's, like, a new person coming in. 
And then she gets a date card, goes, ooh, I like you. You're cute. I'm going to take you out. Like, same guy that went out with the other girl the day before. Then the other girl the day before sit on the beach going, oh, what's the date like? I hope he doesn't like her because he kissed me. And then you see him macking with new chick, and then they hook up, turn around and hook up with new chick. And the way that show works is if you don't get a rose, you get booted off the island. <laughs> that sounds so like you a... have you have to be coupled up. You have to have somebody to like you in order to stay. And people watch this shit? That one's way better than The Bachelor. Oh. The other one is like one person picking out a fucking 30. Sounds, that, that all sounds fucking painful, man. This is hilarious, this one, because there's way more people involved and well, more stupid feelings and I, lots more crying. I, I look forward to your breakdown of Bachelor in Oh, Paradise. my point was is I think this guy, a lot of these people will go in and, and with these stories to try and get more airtimes and then like, oh, they like me and then I get picked up on this other show kind of thing. So I think it's a setup. He's going to go on this other show and there's this other chick that he was dating before he went here and she was part of the Bachelor Nation so she's going to be on it too and I bet they're going to kind of hook up again. It's fucking just setting up for another storyline. So, so, so will he get his cherry popped uh, at in, in this Paradise show? Probably, but I'm assuming he's lying about that whole story in the first place. Oh, shame. Shame. Lying. Anyway, she's down to three guys. One of them is the guy she's liked at the beginning. He has since been revealed to like racist and homophobic uh, tweets online, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, uh, you're stupid. Oh, then there's stupid. one guy who, whose name's Blake, and he's like, blah. And then they, the guy I like, I guess, I guess it's the guy I'm annoyed with the least. His name's Jason. The only reason I like him is because he's kind of got long, slick back hair, which kind of makes him look like Italian. So maybe he's got some extra spice and flavor to him. I don't know. That's about it. It's pretty much Shit. <laughs> so standards are high, folks. Standards are high. That's our TV news for the week, folks. Well, I have, I have one last thing. Oh, last uh, minute. Yeah, Headline. I just wanted to bring up because I know that Susie had talked about World of Dance, mm, and uh, mm-hmm. this this last episode had like a fucking tap crew. Ooh, I've always liked tap dancing. But like you know, because normally like the, they might bring out like one person sure. or like two people. Yeah, crew would be great. But it was a tap crew, so I was like, oh shit! And then they brought out these two dudes who danced contemporary together. Okay. That was fucking legit, like... Like they, Blades of Glory? Uh, I don't want to say, like, Blades of Glory, but it was, like... Because normally contemporary, if, if you have a couple, it's always, like, a dude and, and, and a girl and shit because you're telling, you know, like, a romantic-style story or whatever, but they did it with these two dudes. One of the dudes who would actually dance for Sia um, on tour, but, yeah, they were fucking dope. I was like, oh, shit, son. So... Yeah, this uh, this season of World of Dance is pretty fucking solid, man. Nice. The one thing I I, I will suggest is that you know because we watch it on Hulu, so sometimes we'll let a couple build and then watch them. These mother, I think they're like six or seven episodes in, and they're still wearing the same clothes. So you know that they're <laughs> they're just basically like rolling, you know, you know, over and over again. It's like fuck, man. J Lo couldn't have brought like a pair of like. A different pair of slacks or a fucking dress or. Gen- so you're saying that if if they ha- would pop up in different clothes now and then, but what if they would still flash back to the clothes that they're in? They won. Would that annoy you? Huh? 
What? So here's the thing. They wear the same clothes every day for editing purposes. So they could take this story and put it on day two and take this story that but I'm, taped on but day I'm talking, one. But I'm talking about the, day five. But I'm talking about the judges, right? I am so, too. So you're basically showing me this show, right? And you're showing me week two of this show. Make, you know, And you're showing it to me the week after you just showed me the other one. So what you're doing is... Like and most shows, like people change their clothes on a new week when it's a different show. Right. What I'm saying is, is they let's say they filmed it all in one week, five days, back to back to back. They just had five days of people coming in and dancing and watching them all day long. Sure. And they're wearing the same outfits on, so they can cut it and edit it wherever they want. Let's say, homeboy that came in on day two, they end up playing his segment on day five or whatever. So that's why they wear the same clothes. So my question to you is. Let's say they did show up every day in different clothes. If they edit it to where their clothes were in sequence, would that be annoying? No, because at least they're changing their fucking clothes. I don't care. I agree with you. I would like to see some different clothes. At least spice up my eyeballs a little look, bit. Look, Jenna Dewan has been wearing these fucking Beetlejuice pants for like six, seven episodes now. They're... I think most people in the world would kind of understand how it works and understand why they would be in different clothes. And like you said, it almost sounds like you expect that from them at this point. Yeah, and then, you know... the So yeah, put some fucking clothes on, different clothes put, on. Put some different clothes on. But yeah, that's a solid-ass show, man. So we're, we're, we're enjoying that one. It's funny, we, um, we're doing a little backtracking because, you know, because it's summer, there's not a lot of shit playing right now. Yeah. Um, so we're, uh, we're actually watching this, this past season of uh, American Idol. Uh-huh. Oh, funny. And we just watched that episode where she fucking snuck a kiss on that one kid that we talked about mm. some mm-hmm. episodes ago and you were all pissed off about. Mm-hmm. And, and the wife goes, you know, we're watching it and the wife goes, oh, shit. And she's like, well, at least his first kiss is from, you know, fucking Katy Perry. I'm like, that's what I was saying. And I'm like, <laughs> Chiba was fucking pissed about this shit. <laughs> and she's like, oh, because she, she took advantage. I'm like, I guess, but... You still got your first kiss from Katy fucking Perry. What if she didn't want his fucking first kiss from Katy Perry? Well, that's a good... He didn't have a choice in the matter. Yeah, but you know what? He seemed pretty... After watching this episode, the dude fucking seemed pretty excited that his first kiss was Katy Perry. Well, he was, but that was the thing is that he came out later on when it aired and talked about how he didn't like it later, after the fact. Well, I hope they cut you then. Oh, you don't know that yet, because I don't know that yet. I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know because I didn't follow his story after. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're, we're we're starting from the auditions and going all the way up, because we can. Right. So there you go. There's TV. Was that the last season of Idol? Were they done? Was that the like? Lionel Richie done with it now? Well, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do another season. I have no idea, but that's that's what I meant. Like, was it like the finale season? I thought or something. No, because I they can't. They basically canceled the show when it's on Fox. And then brought it back, like, literally, I think, like, a year later on ABC with, you know, with musical genius Lana Ritchie, Katy Perry, and this fucking um, country guy who I keep forgetting his name, Luke or something, Hawk, Hawk, Smushmortian, that's his name. Is it Nicole Kidman's husband? I don't. Keith Urban? No, 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 this guy's, like, young. Is he on the other show? No. He's on one of those shows. I, I don't think he's on another different show. I mean, I, I mean, God forbid I'm in front of a laptop, I can just fucking look it up, but... Let's see, there's The Voice. He's not on that. An American Idol. I'm telling you, I, I've never seen this dude before. Mm. Um, he's one of those new country country folk? Yeah. 
Luke. Was it Harry Connick Jr. on a season of American Idol? Too? Yeah. Th- <laughs> this dude's name is Luke Bryan. Oh, yeah. So, back when I was working up in San Luis Obispo, there was a local artist named Luke Byron. Not Luke Bryan, oh, right? Really? So, sometimes when the local DJs would go, oh, Luke Bryan's playing tonight, and people would, like, start losing their shit and calling up. They're like, really? They're like, oh, no, he said it wrong. It's Luke Byron. 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 Change your name. Byron, everybody. All right, well, then that concludes our television portion of the program. There we go. In music news, you sent me a clip about a new Sade album coming out. Oh, my God. Like... I don't think I don't think Sade has made an album since we worked at the Goody. Dang, really? Yup. Like Love Deluxe. Yup. So here's the funny thing about that. So um, when we were living at my mother's house and my husband would cook dinner for us, he would usually be playing music in the kitchen as he cooks. But then he would change it to what we would call something more appropriate for dinner, uh-huh. which was always Sade. Sade. So we would. We would turn on, like, Sade Radio and um, on Pandora. Oh, okay. And have some nice dinner music. And the funny thing I, I said to him one day, because, you know, she still goes in concert every now and then. You see her at a lot of, like, jazz festivals and stuff like that. Nice. I said, if we ever went and saw her in concert, I said, I think it would just make me hungry. <laughs> Pavlov's dog. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... She got an album out. Good for her. Yeah, man. I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what she sounds like in nowadays. It looks like the last album she had was in 2010. Oh, so she, she put had out a couple, some... couple albums. Oh. Well, okay. An album out in 2000 and then a live one a couple years later. And then a new album out in 2010 and then a live one a year later. So technically she's had two albums out in the last 18 years. <laughs> wow. Why so soon? <laughs> I still think she... Um, Tours, though, like I said. Here's the funny thing. I heard a commercial the other day for fucking Lauren Hill still touring on that same one goddamn album that she gave us. How dun, long dun, ago? Never dun, gave us yeah, another yeah, fucking dun, album dun, dun, yeah, that yeah. everybody wanted. Everyone talked about how great that goddamn album was. Everyone oh, wanted she was going to be... She never gave it to us. She was going to be the next big us. fucking thing, and then... Yep. Well, isn't that... I mean, Lauren Hill's like that. Is, didn't Erica Badu basically do the same shit, too? No, Erica Badu is still around. Um, I've seen her recently. I can't remember. She, I know she had a new album out recently because I saw her on Jesus and Marrow. I'm like, I know she was out promoting something. Oh, all but right. I've seen her on some shows and concerts and stuff like that in the last few years. The funny thing was, I think, you know, because Erica Badu was married to Outkast, uh, to uh, Andre, Andre 3000. 3000. Or Big Boy. No, she was married to Big Boy, I think. Oh, really? I thought it was Andre. Was it? Maybe you're right. That makes more sense, doesn't it? Anyway, during the interview with Jesus and Mero, they asked her, like, what's your favorite member of such and such? And she goes, as not to fuck with my check, my child support checks. Oh, shit. (laughs) She gave gave the right answer. Yeah. Yeah, it was Andre. She was with Andre. That's right. That makes sense. Uh, just recently started actually listening to Miss Badu again. Put Tyrone on one of my playlists. Uh. Um, 
this just came out this week. Rihanna's got two new albums coming out. So, I used to not like Rihanna when she first came out. Really? I, I called her. I called her trashy. My husband and I called her trashy. I feel a little bad for that now. I kind of like her. I don't give a fuck attitude, and I can respect that. And the girl has been, she's still around. It's been 10 plus years. She's got quite the following. She's got quite the side businesses going on. I think she got to deal with Puma. I think she got a makeup line coming out. I think she got a lingerie line or something. The girl hustles. She was in that fucking new movie, that Ocean's 8, with Sandra Bullock and all them. Yeah, I have no problems with her, man. I I, so not, I, I rock that, al- that, that OG album uh, every once in a while. And you know what? I, I, you know, I do like a bunch of her songs. I mean, I don't think I've ever listened to a whole album from beginning to end, but I'd say majority of her singles that she put out, yeah, I usually like them. But when that shit comes up on Pandora, you ain't skipping it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I admit it. I like me some Riri. I'm, I'm sorry I called you trashy, girl. Damn, a, a fucking apology on the Goody Squad. I would go see her in concert and shit. I would go. I would. I would give you money. Oh, I bet you that's a good ass concert. Right? Pink is on my list too. I would really like to see her in concert. Oh as shit! Well. So so listener Jen and her wife um, went and saw Pink. Um, God, a month or so ago she was. Yeah, in yeah. And, yeah, and they fucking loved it. They said it was fucking that's what everybody super said. dope. Yeah, I know. I'm annoyed that we didn't go. She had a concert in Ontario, which isn't far from us. That Citizens Bank Arena. I think yeah, only 45 minutes away. And we didn't go, but she, she, so she's in Australia right now. She's taking her tour. You know, it's, it's a uh, internet. She's on the, out of the country right now, mm-hmm. but she's bringing it all the way back around again. So she's actually going to be at, I can't remember if it's the form or staples, but she's coming back again in April next they, year. They highly, they, they were, they were highly touted in that show and, and saying, yeah. yeah, it's worth definitely going when it comes back around. So. Yeah, she's definitely on my list. Like, husband and I were like, we definitely like to go see her. Yeah. I like a lot of her albums, too. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, I can't, like, it's it, for me, that's the whole Pandora thing. It's like, she'll come up on one of Little Home Sizes um, stations. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this song. This is good. I'll listen to this. Yeah, she's one, though, I actually have a, a few of her whole albums saved, and I'll pull up, especially the Fun House one a few years ago I like. And this new one that she's got out, too, is pretty good. I even have her early shit when, when uh, Ellie Reed was trying to make her all hip hop. <laughs> so, so um, since we're on the music, uh, the, the topic of music, um, I got a little home slice listening to fucking ABBA right now. Nice. Cause um, we were we were trying to find something we can watch with her and shit, and so like Trisha's like, well, let's just put on the, this fucking Mamma Mia movie or whatever. I'd never mm-hmm. seen it, and it's pretty mm-hmm. hokey, but. You know, the good thing about the stupid movie is that, you know, the soundtrack is, is ABBA, which, you know, I'm a kid yeah. from the 70s, and I like me some ABBA, so... I'm not mad at ABBA. So, the next day, we're in the car, and she's like, Teddy, can we can we, can we we listen to the music from the movie? I'm like, absolutely. So, this week, like, on the way to school, all we're listening to is, is ABBA songs. Nice. <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago, when we went to that uh, Padres-Dodgers game with my brother and his wife... Yeah. For some reason, we started talking about Duran Duran, and I was telling her how I am lucky enough that my favorite boy band of all time never really went through a breakup. <laughs> like, they're still around. I can yeah. still go see them in concert. Like, when One Direction broke up and little girls were losing their shit, yeah. I, I never had to lose my shit. Uh. Anyway, 
I was telling her that. So then I get like a text from her like the next day going, oh no, she put like, but how she's been listening to Duran Duran. And that's when we talked about that news story with Simon last week. But she's since been posting like, I used to think all 80s music was cheesy, but she goes, I was so dumb. She goes, I was such an idiot. She goes, it's so cool. So now I just keep texting her all the time. So I send her a bunch of my favorite Duran Duran tracks to listen to. And then the other day I was like, oh, you got to listen to some Devo. I said, just not whip it. And I said, oh, you got to listen to Oingo Boingo. I think you'll like anything from them. And then the other day I sent her, um, because it came up on my playlist, I'm like, oh, George Michael. I said, the early stuff was with Wham was pop, pure pop gold. Faith was his solo breakout album, I said, but Listen Without Prejudice is probably one of the greatest vocal albums of all time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, she opened this Pandora's box with me telling me she wanted to get into 80s music, so now I just keep sending her shit to listen to. Wham. Wham. Bam. It's funny because when I said that, she replied going, oh, I loved Wham. She goes, when I was a kid, she goes, wake me up before you go-go used to be my ringtone. <laughs> oh, my God. So at least she's familiar. So, she so, so how, does, how old is his wife? Well, they're both under 30. Oh. Like, he's he just turned 29 this year, so he'll be 30 next year. God damn, your brother's still, like, that's insane to me that your brother's still, like, under 30 and shit. Burly. Because I, I feel like he's been, like, in his 20s for, like... Like, forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> forever, ever? Forever, ever? Yeah, forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Yeah. Too funny. Gay music. Um, let's talk about some movie. Do you have any more music news? Nah, that's it. All right. Little, little tiny bit of movie stuff. So you sent me a teaser trailer for M. Night Shyamalan's movie Glass. So... This is a movie that... Wait, first stop. Erp. Sorry. I have to let you know that I think the last M. Night Shyamalan movie I've seen was The Village. And I didn't like it, which is why that was the last movie I saw. So, so basically, um, I think you saw Unbreakable, because that was an old I have movie. not, but I've heard it was good. Yeah, Unbreakable was dope. Like, I really enjoyed that movie from him. And then that last one, what was that last one with the, that ties this all together? God damn it, I'm having a brain fart. Right, because the new story you sent was that his new movie is wrapping up a trilogy, which I didn't even know about, yeah. and I didn't even know about this last movie. So it's basically taking Unbreakable and then the one with, uh, um, man, I'm having a brain fart with this kid's name, uh, fucking uh, young Charles Xavier, uh, McAvoy, mm-hmm. James, James McAvoy, is that his name? McAvoy, I think that's the kid. Yeah, that's him. And so, he had a movie that came out a couple years ago that was a Shyamalan movie um, that was called Split, where he has the split personalities. Okay, uh uh-huh. And it was really good. So basically, at the end of the movie, you realize that, that it's tied that unbreakable movie with this movie so this next movie is is yeah tying both of these movies together and and mr glass who was the the villain in the unbreakable movie oh okay i get it yeah i'm i'm excited for that i want to see this i want to unbreakable i think i saw in the theater i didn't see split in the theater because i hadn't you know i was like "Eh, that's Shyamalan, whatever but then, like, I saw it, like, later at home. I'm like, damn, this is good. And the fact that it ties everything together. 
because I don't think I, I had anybody spoil it for me. So at the end where Bruce Willis shows up, it's like, oh, shit, son. Um, but, yeah, and, and McAvoy plays, like, he, he does these, like, split personalities really fucking well. It's worth seeing. It's a stressful movie, but it's it's worth seeing. Huh. All right. I recommend I don't it. Got, we don't got any other movie news this week. All right. <laughs> Give you a little eBay update. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. I barely even sold anything this week. I've sold one fucking thing, and that's because I'm still sitting at that fucking 10-item limit. So so I, I meant to ask you, so this dude that you sold the static shirt to, did um did he he, he flip the shirt oh, already? Yeah. He's got it listed for 100 bucks right now. So he I'm bought watching it. it. He bought he it from you for, 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 for 25. T- 25 and he's trying to sell it for $100? Mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't sell shit. Yeah, me too. I'm watching it. Like I said, I've seen him sell some other long sleeve stuff for that much, but his static stuff didn't sell for that much, so we'll see. Hmm. So anyway, because I'm still stuck at this $10 or 10 item limit, I can't list anything new, so I only sold one thing this week. I was sitting on this um, um, t-shirt. It was a picture. It's it's like a devil's face, and it just said daddy underneath. Shit. (laughs) It was funny. It was from this clothing brand called Room 13 out of San Diego in the 90s. I think they were like, you know, this little startup company. I doubt they're still around anymore, but they made a lot of like satanic kind of yeah, fun stuff like Black that. Cult um, anyway, so I had it listed for like 750 You know, I'm like, man, this is nothing special. Hopefully I'll just find some happy little Satan worshiper out there who wants a shirt. <laughs> so I listed it for 750 and I had a I said uh, the lowest offer I'll take would be five bucks on it. So it, it sat up there for like two weeks. And I think the other day it, my little thing popped up and I got an offer for five bucks. I'm all sold. Done. <laughs> take it. It's yours. So then um, I got the address of the person I was sending it to. And it's funny because it said they were at Lionsgate on Colorado Avenue in Santa Monica. And I know a lot of entertainment sh- shit is down there. MTV's down there and yeah. stuff like that. And it said Lionsgate on it. So I'm like, that's interesting. And the name kind of looked familiar so i was like oh, i'm gonna google the name maybe it's the person who started this fucking clothing label and i was like oh look hey some of our shit's out there you know what i mean yeah so i googled the name not what i was thinking at all turned out to be this little scrawny little dude but it was his linkedin page so it was a full-on like business suit account like picture this guy looked like he was probably like 26 years old in a little suit and i'm like ha this oh. guy bought the daddy devil shirt that's funny <laughs> I'm like, I turned my husband and said, ooh, this could be add a new element to eBaying now. I could Google the people who are buying my <laughs> shit just to see who the fuck they are and what they look like. Uh, that's, a, that's a different show in itself. Yeah. So my piece of advice that I am giving you with my said eBay update this week is, if you were at all interested in selling stuff on eBay, start now. Start where you can just dabble in things. And that way, if you wanted to get to a point where you could build it up in some more... It won't take you as long. I see. Yeah, at some point in life when I have time. <laughs> so probably, like, I don't know, Sophia will be in college when? Let me see. I can't do math right now. You think you're going to sell your shit eventually? I don't know. I, there might be some things I, I, I'm willing to part with. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's... I guess it comes up, 
you know, I've been thinking about this lately, especially with you talking about the eBay stuff, and I'm like, the only person that gives a shit about this stuff is me. <laughs> so you think? Well, I mean, in regards to like my family, sentimental value stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm very sentimental with with keepsakes and things, and I feel like I'm the only one in this family who is. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I feel like at some point I'm just going to have to shit or get off the pot because either I'm going to deal with it now while I have it and could probably make some money off of it or they're going to have to deal with it when I kick the bucket and they're probably just going to fucking trash it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it, maybe it should just go to the you know someone who's going to appreciate it or something. There's some gems in there. Yeah, that's kind of the way I feel. It's, you know, some of the, So much of the stuff is just sitting in boxes and it's been sitting in those boxes for years not being displayed, not being appreciated. And, yeah, it's like there's got to be somebody else out there that can appreciate it better than I, I can. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 it's pondering. I'm telling you, the AB thing, though, it's addicting. It gets really fun to, ooh, I sold something, and, you know, even shipping it off and putting it all together and sending it out and stuff. But I love when I get that little eBay chime on my phone. Uh, or cha-ching. Yeah. Um, telling a girlfriend of mine, you know, she kind of had some questions about it. I was saying they make it so easy these days that, like I said, if you're thinking about dabbling, just do it now and pick one thing. Just pick one thing. Take a couple pictures of it. You got a printer at home? No. Oh, see, that's the thing, yeah. You do got, I mean, one of the first articles I read was like how to set up your eBay business for under 100 bucks. And it's like, yeah, I went up, I bought a $50 printer, I bought a $20 scale. And basically, you just have to know. How are you going to ship it first? Because you just tell it, you tell eBay how much it weighs, the dimensions of the package, and it figures out all the shipping for you. Nice. Do you, do you, you, can, do you usually um, not only insure, but do you, do you put a, a signature on your shit or no? Nope, not at all. You don't have to do that anymore. Basically what you do is, so when, you, um, when you're doing your shipping on eBay, you can also, they give you options. Like it'll say, okay, so here's the cheapest, here's like, what Priority Express would be, here's what Overnight would be. So you as the seller can choose a shipping option. Now what I what you could also do is maybe choose more than one. So I can offer up two ways to ship and you can let the buyer pick which one they want. Um, it usually gives you like, you can only pick like two options. They don't want to make it too complicated. But as far as like having a signature and all that stuff goes, no, you don't really do that because whenever you do it through eBay, you automatically get a tracking number, so I can track all my packages and see what the, they've all been delivered. Well, that's different then. It is, yeah, because like I said, it, and it's all right through it's all right through eBay. I mean, it's not like hey, so and I gave this package to John. It's like this was left in his mailbox, or it was left on his door, or yeah. it was delivered. But you could see every place, every post office it stopped at and on the way, and that it's been delivered. Okay, all right. Yeah, maybe one day. We'll see. When I have time. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you can just give it to me and I'll sell it for you. For a cut. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know how you work. I know you. <laughs> not little, not half, but it's even, all. It's even like now when you start it, they're like, um, search for an item that you want to list. And basically what you do is you just type it in and they'll find some. 
something similar to it that they already have. And they're like, so the, it, so the categories are kind of set up for you. And they're like, is it like this? And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. And so it has a category set up. Or if not, you can go, no, it's not like this. And then you can start from scratch. So they, oh, okay. they totally simplify it for you. Wow. That's, they, they've come a long way since, uh, since the, the days I've attempted to eBay stuff. Yeah. Like I said, they've made it so easy. And I do have to say, though, that um, so basically your fees to eBay is you're basically giving them a 10% fee for the month on everything you sold. So, like, I sold 200 bucks worth of stuff. So, basically, my my eBay bill is like 20 bucks. Okay, I see. Huh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's how it works with them. Have you been tempted to, like, buy stuff or no? Um, I look, and there's a couple, I'm always looking at like Adidas jackets and Adidas Star Wars stuff. The only reason why, um, I bought something at the beginning, that jacket I showed you was A, I signed up for a new account and they send you a coupon. So I was like, ooh, I'll buy it with a coupon. But B, as a new seller, you kind of want to have some, um, a little bit of buyer feedback and stuff there too. That shows, you know, you're part of the community, not just... Take, 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 or give, 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 or whatever. Gotcha. Here's the interesting part. I, I've sold over 10 things so far. I have not had one person give me any fucking feedback. Really? Yeah, it's annoying. Huh, that's weird. Yeah, so what I have to do, I, I saw this blog, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take their suggestion. I'm going to make up these little, like, thank you notes, because what I usually always do is I print a shipping package, a shipping receipt that shows what they bought and how much, and I'll write thank you on it, and I put it in their package, and I send it off. So um, these bloggers I watch said they, they pre-print these little thank you notes, and they'll say thank you for buying from us. If you have any questions or problems, email us directly, and you give them your email address instead of going through eBay. And then they say, you know, we appreciate your feedback, and it kind of reminds people to go leave feedback. Gotcha. Because I'm sadly sitting at one. Uh, that's <laughs> funny. I... I don't know, maybe it's because I've gotten older, but usually if, if I get an email that says, yeah, please leave feedback of, you know, blah, 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 I'll usually be like, all right, fine. Yeah, I do it these days. When we moved in here, some of the delivery people were like, oh, if you liked our service here, go to our survey. And they told us that's honestly how we get paid or how we get raises and how they know we're doing. And so we're like, okay, we get it. That's cool. You know, so yeah, I wouldn't do that. But yeah. Can you imagine getting paid over a survey and shit like it's fucked up having to be nice to people yeah <laughs> so I have to um, admit that there was some outstanding homework that I kind of ignored for the past couple of weeks oh that we talked about a couple episodes when we did that list of shows that you should be watching or something like that uh huh and we said there was a couple. There were two shows I said that I would I would check out. One of them was that Alone Together, which was I think it's a Hulu show, and it's a guy and girl that are best friends. And oh, the review said it's like they're like the L.A. version of Broad City. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I I turned it on today. I turned it off about halfway through. It's just not not good. It was, it was annoying as fuck. Here's the thing. I'm down for watching a buddy comedy with a, a, a platonic relationship between a guy and a girl. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But these were, these millennials were just such typical millennials. It's like, I can't even stand them. Uh, they were just, all they were about, like the first half of the episode anyway, was just trying to fit in in LA, trying to 
be pretty and trying to get no. this trendy job and blah 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 and it's like they're just trying too hard to fit in and it's like yeah uh, I can't deal with that <laughs> um what's that one comedian's name he's been around lately he's kind of always got that long black screw- he had a sh- he was on Whitney Cummings show that she had for a minute He's Justin Bieber's favorite comedian. Yeah, it's um, uh, uh, <laughs> damn it, I, I I know who you're talking about. Um, he was on that show. He what? <laughs> he was on that show. He was he was funny. I mean, it, it had its moments where I kind of went, huh, you know. But for the most part, it was kind of like an afterthought or not the main joke. It was just kind of a reaction or something. But anyway, I was just like, yeah, no. Delia, Delia. Yes, yes, yes. Delia's Chris last Delia. Name. Chris Delia. There, there you go. go. Hey, team effort. Wait to yeah, go. Yeah, look at high us. Five. High five. <laughs> you guys missed that <laughs> shit. That was a straight up high five. Anyway, yeah, I I turned it up. Uh, well, However, I I also watched Dear White People on Netflix. Okay. I watched the first episode, and the funny thing is, I I know I watched the first episode before, and I turned it off. I didn't go all the way through it, but this time I did, and. It, it's pretty good. I think I'll watch it some more. Okay. It has a little bit more social commentary to it, that's for sure. It's about these black students at a predominantly white college. And she does a radio show called Dear White People. Like, uh, Don't stand in, some, in front of somebody who looks ethnically different and ask, what are you? Because uh, the answer is most likely somebody who's about to slap the shit out of yeah. you. <laughs> but, so the whole thing is, you know, she's kind of this you know, speaking up for her culture and, you know, uh, so what happens is she kind of sets up this frat to host this blackface party that all these white kids show up to and she ends up filming it and getting them in trouble and stuff like that. But then it turns out that she's sleeping with a white guy and all of her friends find out and they're like, what? Like, look at you. So anyway, it was, it was, it was good enough and at least had enough to say where I'll, I'll watch it again. Okay. And it's a Netflix show and I think it's already on like, two seasons or something. Yeah, Netflix tends to pump out them seasons fairly quickly. True. Anyway, I feel better that I I finally uh, did my homework. Yeah, look at you. Homework's hang, done. Hanging out anymore. You get a B plus. Oh, thanks. I'll take it. Yeah. That's still passing. <laughs> so that's it. That's all we got today. All right, man. That's that's episode 25. Good job. Good In job. the books. Look at that. Look look how much we've grown in, 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 in so much time. Yeah, renting cars and shit, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, motherfuckers. Uh, Fucking exhausted. Me too. I'm out of here. You have a good one. Goody squad. Goody squad out. We out.